Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. And today we're going to talk about seven questions that I would like you to ask yourself as you look to your future. Seven questions to propel you into a healthy, vibrant future. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back. I hope today is going well for you wherever you are and listening to this. I hope that your day is going well and you are enjoying it. Uh, I want to talk to you today a little bit different about like, hey, what are your New Year's goals, resolutions? I've talked in the past about why resolutions don't work and what makes good goals. If you'd like to check that out, feel free to just scroll through the archives of my podcast. Um, If you struggle to do that in a podcast player, you can go to joemartino.com, click on the word podcast. There's a tab there that says podcast. Click on that and then you can just search by date. Uh, That's basically just a blog. It's an old school blog posing as a website. Something that I'm hoping to improve on this year is our personal website, my personal website and our company website. And so you can go there and you can listen to those if you'd like. What I want to talk to you about today or in this episode is how do you decide what it is that you're going to go after, right? In the past, we've talked about things like, hey, what makes for a good decision? How do you know if you made a good decision? What I want to talk to you about today is what are the things that you are doing that are moving you towards what you want? And what are the things that you're doing that are moving you away from what you want? And, And I'm going to work you through a series of questions that I want you to ask yourself in regards to this topic, because when we ask ourselves these questions, if we can find transparency with ourselves and total honesty with ourselves, we can move forward into growth and health. But therein does lie the rub for most people in that we're not always as transparent with ourselves as we would like to be. And I can understand that. I mean, I get that, right? It can be difficult to be transparent with ourselves. It can be difficult to admit that we are failing at something, that we're not actually achieving something. It's one of the things that bugs me about the modern day self-esteem movement is that we pretend like just telling people that they could tell themselves that their self-esteem is good makes it good. Self-esteem comes from accomplishing things, period. It does not come from just being told certain things. Now, here's the thing. Self-esteem that comes from accomplishing things, I don't mean like work. I don't mean like, oh, this is my job, so that's my self-esteem. That's the twisted version of it, although that should be a portion of it. And again, I've talked about this in the past, right? Self-esteem comes from three things. Issues of power, issues of love, and issues of meaning. And those are all do things, right? I give and receive love, action verb. I do things that are meaningful, action verb. Uh, I do things that illustrate that I have self-power over myself, action verb. And So today, what I want to do is I want to go through a series of questions with you, and I want you to take some time to really answer these. So the first one is, who or what has your affection? What are the things that you're putting your energy into? There is an ancient uh, truth that says where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. What is it that you are giving your affection to? And we often think that the things that we love will treasure. I actually think it works. The thing that you treasure, you will love. And so what is it that has your affections? What are the things that you are putting time and energy into? And this is something I spend time asking myself. I have an affection for video games because I play them. And some of you are going to judge me right now. That's fine. I have an affection for reading because that 
takes my time. It gets a lot of my time. What are the things that you have affection for? How much time does your family actually get from you? And for my sports playing families, you cannot count the nights where one parent's on field seven and another parent's on field three because that's kids one and two and kids three and four are somewhere else without the parents. That doesn't count. And I know that that upsets people but it doesn't count. What's getting your affections? You need to take some time and ask yourself, what got your affections in 2022? Or if you're listening to this and in the future, in the last year, the last 12 months, what got your affections? Over the last six weeks, what did you put time and energy into? And this is a great question because it allows us to really look at where we're spending our time and our energy and our money, which is how we show affection. We get to vote on what our values are with how we spend our time and our money. In fact, I read an interesting article this week in the Wall Street Journal that talked about instead of looking at it like you spend your money, look at it like, or excuse me, your time, look at it like you invest your time. And what are you investing your time in? And that becomes the question of the day for this particular exercise. What got my affections in 2022? What got my affections last year? And what would I like to get my affections in the in the days, months, and years to come? What is it that I'm giving my heart to, right? Here's another really good question question. What have you forgotten that you need to be reminded of? What have you forgotten? Maybe over the last year, it's one of the most interesting things to me is our loss of information, right? I, when I first started counseling, I, I did things that, that I would write down and I wrote it down into a program that I forgot about. And the reason I forgot about the program was I transitioned to a different program. And I thought that I had moved all of the interventions, which is just what I call what I do in a counseling session. I thought that I had done all of the interventions. I moved them all from the first program to the second program. But the truth is that I had not. And so what happened was, is I went back and I started to read. I was like, oh man, I thought I moved all these and I didn't. And then I realized that not only did I not move some of those interventions, but some of them I'm not using and I could be, and not only could I be, but I should be. So what are the things maybe that you forgot about in the last year? What are things that were really important to you 12 months ago around this time? And then as as the progression of 2022 happened, what were the things that you forgot that maybe you need to come back to? What were the things that you lost sight of that you need to come back to? What were the truths about who you are that you need to come back to? What were the truths about the people in your life that you need to come back to? What is it that you forgot last year that maybe if you came back to them would improve your life, would help you grow, would help you achieve what it is you're aiming for? Okay, so question number one, what has your affections? What had your affections? for the year? Are those the things that you want to have your affection? What are you treasuring? Question number two, what have you forgotten that you might need to be reminded of? And this is a great question, right? Because we forget things all the time. Third question, what is it that you need to stop doing and let go because it's hurting you? What are things that you're doing that you need to let go and move on from? Maybe somebody hurt you. Maybe somebody told lies about you. Maybe somebody promised you uh, something and they didn't deliver. Maybe somebody just didn't love you well, or maybe they, they just broke up with you. I don't know. What is it? that is still running around in your head, living rent-free, and what do you need to let go? Maybe you have a bad habit. Maybe this is the year that you give up alcohol or gambling or porn or lying or cheating. I don't know. What are you doing that you need to stop doing? What is it that you need to say, hey, you know what? This doesn't either match my values of who I want to be, or it doesn't help me be the person that I want to become and I need to let it go. What are those things that you need to let go of that are running in your life right now? What were the things that came into your life in 2022 that you need to let go of, right? There's still people 
I was talking to somebody this week and he was excited. He told me, he said, I have unadulterated joy because a girl that broke my heart 15 years ago married an alcoholic and her life is hell. Bro, it's time to let that go. It's time. It's time to say goodbye to that. It's time to just let it go. Forgive her for the way she treated you and, and hope for better for her because being married to an alcoholic is probably hell on earth. And so a little bit of grace there. Let it go. Let it go. Grow up. Grow on. Grow through. Right? What is it? that you need to stop doing and let go of in your life? These are, this is a great question. And here's another one that, that's kind of the same thing. What pitfalls or broken places have you been saved from? Have you moved on from? What are the pitfalls and broken places that you've come from? Right? Like, like what's the story? Sometimes I think we forget the story of our lives. And there are people that have overcome so many things and their life is still hard and they forget the things that they've overcome. And so this question is, is designed to help you better understand what it is that you've come from. Because sometimes we get so focused on where we're trying to go or what we're trying to do in the moment that we forget to remember where we've come from. And this is not like right now, I think my shirt today says, uh, don't look back. You're not going that way, which is true. And I totally believe that. But it is good to look back a little bit because looking back helps you know where you're coming from. And so what are the broken places that you've moved on from, that you've been rescued from, that you have overcome? Take some time to ponder those and to remember those this new year. All right, here Here's my favorite question. Do you live as though you believe that you are worthy of love and belonging? Do you live in such a way that if people watched you, they looked at your life, they would believe that you believe that you are worthy of love and belonging? Uh, Brene Brown, who I have talked about in the past, I love a lot of what she does. I have some issues with some of what she does. That's probably life. In her opening books, her opening salvo of information to people, one of the things that she talked about was how wholehearted people don't really have different lives from other people in, in that they still have troubles, they still have struggles, they still have things that they do that are hard, they, they still, you know, they lose loved ones, they, they, things, bad things happen to them. And yet, they live differently, not because of outside circumstances or because of the circumstances of their life, they live differently because they believe that they are worthy of love and belonging. And I believe that this is hardwired into our, our DNA. This is hardwired into what it means to be human. We're all searching for love and belonging. We're all searching for that group to be a part of. That's why sports is so important to some people because it gives them a, a, a sense of belonging, a sense of identity, right? We're, we're, we're the Spartans. Go green, go white. We're the Wolverines. Hail to the victors. Go maize and blue. Or just go blue, right? Uh, hail, hail, right? And, and, and there's these, you know, that's H-A-I-L, by the way. Uh, right, right. There's these hand signals and gestures and all of that that goes with it. And, and when you talk to people who have played sports, one of the things that they talk about. They don't always talk about the game. Certainly they do. But they also talk about the sense of belonging and worthiness to belong that came from being a part of that team. And that's my, that's a great question for us to ask ourselves. If you look at your last 12 months of life, did you live in such a way that it looks like you believe that you are worthy of love and belonging? Did you live in such a way that you believe you are worth love and belonging simply because you're you? Because you bring something unique to this world that no one one else can because you're you and they're not? If the answer is yes, awesome. The follow-up question would then be, what are you doing to continue to make sure that you live that way in the upcoming year? If the answer is no, I'm sorry to hear that. But the good news is you can literally change right now. What behaviors might you engage in that would help you? What engagers, in, what engagers, what behaviors might you engage in that would help you to demonstrate that you believe you are worthy of love and belonging? One of the things that we're all wired for is to be a 
a part of something. And you have to believe that you are worthy of that before that will actually matter. Because if you don't believe you're worthy of it, what will happen is even if you are a part of something, you will discount it and you will discount the benefit of it. You will dis- discount your worthiness of it. You will discount the benefit that it might have in your life. One of the first steps to consistent mental and emotional health is the ability to believe what is truth, regardless of how you feel. Okay, so the first four questions, let's review just for a second. Who or what has your affection? What have you forgotten that you need to be reminded of? What do you need to let go and move on from? What pitfalls or broken places have you been rescued from? Have you moved on from? Have you overcome? And then I guess it's actually five questions. Do you believe that you're worthy of love and belonging? All right, three questions to go. Number six, what are the deepest desires and longings of your heart? What are what are the things that you yearn for inside? What are the, what are the outcomes that you think of with affection? What are the things that you long to see happen? Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to start a, a, a homeless shelter. Maybe you want to build tiny homes for people who, who are under-resourced. What is it that you want to do? Maybe you want to sponsor kids from Compassion, something that I certainly uh, support. Whatever it is, what is it that you are longing for? And it's more than just, I want my sports team to win. Uh, I want to get tickets to the, to the Taylor Swift concert. But what, whatever it is, what is it that you long for in your heart that you're chasing, right? And this does kind of go back to that first question of what or what has your affection? Because if the things that you long for in your heart don't coincide or match up to the things that have your affection, you're going to live a disjointed life that is going to be difficult, more difficult than it has to be. All life is difficult, but it's going to be more difficult than it has to be. And it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable in an unhealthy way, right? Growth is uncomfortable often. And when we chase the desires and longings of our heart, often what happens is we find our affection. So what is it that has your deepest desires, longings of your heart? What are things that you would love to see change? What are things that you would love to see happen? Maybe in your life, maybe in the life of your loved ones, maybe in the world around you. What is it that you are chasing? What is it that has the deepest desires and longings of your heart? If I were to get to know you and and kind of pull your chest apart and look down inside of your soul, what is it that has the deepest desires and longings of you? And are you chasing them? Are you pursuing them? Are you trying to make them happen? Or have you given up on those? And if so, why? Why or why not? What are things that you wish were your desires and longings? This is something Something we talk about a lot in therapy. There are a lot of people who are in the phase of change called want to want to change. They don't actually want to change yet because that involves a price that they're not willing to pay, but they want to want to change. Where are you at on this spectrum? What is it that has the deepest and strongest desires of your heart? Question number seven, how are you satisfied? What is it that brings you satisfaction? And you'll see that this is building, right? What are the desires and longings of your heart? And then how are you satisfied? What are the things that bring you satisfaction? What are the things that when you experience them, you feel satisfied, you feel better? What are the things that you sat that satisfy you, right? So for me, hanging out with a large group of people is not usually satisfying. Hanging out with one or two or three people, often satisfying. Hanging out with one person, just chatting and, and, and shooting the breeze, very satisfying. Walking through the minutia of life, having conversations about different things, satisfying. What are the things that you find satisfying and are you experiencing them? That's really the question. And then the last question, where do you need to be renewed? Where are you just hurt or broken inside? 
and you need to pause and give that time to heal. One of the things that that is so interesting to me, and, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but I know we're doubling the amount of information that we process faster than ever in the history of the world, which makes sense. We have the internet, we have 24 hour news cycles, everything's running all the time. But where do you need to just pause so that you can feel renewed. I'll be honest with you. I just got done with the vacation and I don't feel very renewed. I don't feel very rested. And part of that is because right before I went on vacation, something big happened that took up a lot of cognitive energy. When we got back from vacation, that was still there. And two or three other things happened that created a, a high cognitive energy removals from me, right? I had to give them a lot of cognitive energy, a lot of emotional energy, and I'm tired. I told my kids, I said, I'm just weary. And, and it is what it is. I mean, that's just part of life. But the question becomes, if you can accurately identify, okay, this is where I'm weary, or this is where I'm broken, or this is where something is broken, or this is where I need time to heal, that's a good first step. But then the second step is to hit pause so that you can heal. For instance, you can't see me because I have the perfect face for radio and podcasts, but I have quite a bit of facial hair today. I did not shave this morning because I'm not meeting. I don't meet with people on days that I typically on days that I record podcasts. I record them on a day that's literally just for stuff like that podcasting, writing, all of that stuff. And so I need to shave. I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, I need to shave, but I didn't do anything about it. I just walked away. A lot of times we do that with the things in our lives that we need to heal. Maybe you need to see a therapist. Maybe you go need to go do some talk therapy. Maybe you need to go to your primary care physician and start taking control of your health. Maybe you need to lose weight. Maybe you need to gain weight. Maybe maybe you need time to heal from a bad relationship. Maybe you were in an abusive relationship. And, and one of the things I want to talk to the guys about for a minute is, guys, you can be abused too. I have a lot of clients who were in relationships with abusive people. And I would say that the, while the majority is still females who are they're the victims of abuse, the number of men that are the victims of abuse is growing. And the difference is it's harder to convince men, just take a break from dating. Just take a break and let yourself heal. Let yourself heal heal. Very important. All right. So these seven questions, who or what has your affections? What have you forgotten that you need to be reminded of? What do you need to let go of? Stop doing. What are those types of things? What pitfalls and broken places have you been rescued from? Have you overcome? Do you believe that you're worthy of love and belonging? What's the deepest desires and longings of your heart? How are you satisfied? And where do you need to be renewed? Where do you need time for healing? All right, that's it. That's today's episode. I hope that you take time to really go through these questions. I believe that you will find them incredibly powerful to help direct your next year. If you do, please share this with your friends. Share it with three people. We find value and meaning in sharing things with other people. Feel free to share it on your Facebook wall. That would be awesome. I cannot tell you how much that means to me when I find that people share these podcast episodes because I know that that's a private personal thing. And so I appreciate that. All right, if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email, joe at joemartino.com. Please put podcast in the subject line so that I know not to delete it or so that it definitely gets to me. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend and hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.